I'm at war. I'm at war with myself. I'm at war with you. I'm at war with everybody. That's why I don't do drugs, because I don't want to be numb. I want to feel the, the pain. I want the clarity of the challenge. I want to win. I want to kick in the head. I want to tear the throat box out. I want to smash in the lungs. I want to kick in the rib cage. I want to split the spine. And I want to use your phone, make love to your wife, sister, eat your dog, and leave your house with a good cassette. CITR 101.9 FM, where there's just a little bit of Kim Fowley in each and every one of us. No, I don't think so.
everybody out there. This is 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. You're listening to Stereoscopic Readout, and I'm your host, Darren, as I am every Thursday evening from 6 to 7.30, Um, and that, of course, being Pink Floyd from their debut album, Piper at the Gates of Dawn, that is Interstellar Overdrive, and uh, a track which has kind of been... um, mooted as having possibly been an influence on Jimi Hendrix when he came to London. Uh, When Chaz Chandler found him in New York City, uh, it's, I think he was basically pretty much a blues guitarist at the time. Uh, Chaz brought him to England and Chaz had a mind, Chaz Chandler of the, or recently ex of the animals at that point in 1966, uh, kind of figured he would be a good candidate to cover the song, um, excuse me, um, the song uh, Hey Joe, 
which um, I think is listed as a traditional arrangement, but uh, it's been speculated or it's been claimed um, by Dino Valente, the San Francisco songwriter of the 60s, uh, penner of uh, the big hit uh, Come Together. Uh, is that the name of the song, Come Together? Uh <laughs> Anyway, that was covered by the Young Bloods, but I digress. Um, basically, he uh, was—he had the song. Uh, he had a, he had Tim Rose's version of "Hey Joe." He thought that Hendrix would be a good candidate to cover it, and he brought him back to London. And while he was in London working on "Hey Joe," I mean, it is speculated. Obviously, he must have heard Pink Floyd play someplace. Um, I believe that uh, the UFO Club or the UFO, as it was known on Tottenham Court Road, had closed down by that point. So uh, possibly he'd seen Pink Floyd play. In late 1966, early 67, when he joined, uh, or when he got to London and started recording his album. Um, anyway, a little bit, tribit, a tidbit of trivia there. Um, carrying right along. <laughs> I'm a little muddled uh, today. Uh, traffic is hell out there. And if you're stuck in it right now, uh, you do have my sympathies. But uh, yeah, I got in quite late, so I'm a little bit frazzled from the drive, and I figured I'd just put a long song in to uh, get ready, and I'm somewhat ready, and I've actually even figured out uh, what uh, I was not getting right about the turntables here. Uh, So I'm going to have a whole album side for you later on in the program, but uh, I'm going to continue on with uh, some Tim Buckley. This is Pleasant Street. remember what to say You don't remember what to do You don't remember where to go You don't remember what to choose You weep, you steal You feel, you leave down, down
Along the coast you'll hear them boast About a light they say that shines so clear So raise your glass, we'll drink a toast To the little man who sells you thrills along the pier He'll take you up, he'll bring you down He'll plant your feet back firmly on the ground He flies so high, he swoops so low He knows exactly which way he's gonna go
back, and that was um, West Coast, the West Coast Pop Art Experimental Band. Uh, that was from their first album. They were an L.A. band. Uh, that was their first album released in 1966, and uh, the song was 1906, which uh, is apparently a sort of recounting of the earthquake and great fire of San Francisco in 1906 from the point of view of a dog. Um, preceded that, started that set off with some Tim Buckley. Um, he, father of the, uh, dear, the, rec- the, well, he died about 10 years ago now. The father of Jeff Buckley, uh, who was a rising star in his own right, uh, when he, uh, drowned in, uh, 1997, um, or 98, sorry. Um, and that was from his, uh, album, Welcome, not Welcome to Las Vegas. Goodbye and hello. That was uh, Pleasant Street. Uh, followed that with the Moody Blues, and their pan to um, me mind's not working very well today. Their pan to Timothy Leary, of course, um, Legend of a Mind from their sort of third album, Search for the Lost Chord, and wedged in between there was Donovan with Three Kingfishers. Uh, Now, I promised you a whole album side in the spirit of the early days of FM radio programming when uh, you just play a whole album uh, in continuously, whole album side continuously, and albums had started being uh, sequenced and mixed uh, to be basically played continuously. And I was really surprised when I picked this up uh, at Dandelion Records. Now, Dandelion Records is a new... They're they're in a new location now. They used to be out of the flea market on Terminal, but uh, Dandelion is now on Kingsway in that little um, triangle of block formed by Broadway, Main Street, and Kingsway. They are on the Kingsway side of that, right next to Budgie's Burritos. Uh, go and check them out if you're in the mood for buying some vinyl because they do have quite a extensive selection of uh, psych and prog records, um, and it's all vinyl that they have there. They're, they're, I don't believe there's any CDs. I haven't noticed any. They're probably up on their wall, and I'm probably just drooling over their selection of uh, vintage vinyl and rare stuff, which they certainly have in spades. Um, check them out. I picked up the Steve Miller Band's first album. Now, Steve Miller, uh, probably best known for his uh, well commercial commercial schlock that you'll hear on uh, album-oriented radio today, stuff like The Joker and Fly Like an Eagle, but in the 60s, he did have some very interesting stuff going on, and his first album, Children of the Future, is no exception. Uh, Steve Miller was quite a uh, prodigy. He did uh, st- start attending uh, college when he was still 16, although he never graduated. And uh, he um, born in Wisconsin, grew up in Texas <clears throat> before uh, moving back to Wisconsin to do university. And while he was in Texas... His father being a uh, good friend of the legendary Les Paul, attributed to inventing the electric guitar and a host of other uh, studio effects and uh, pedal effects. Um, Les Paul is credited with uh, teaching Steve Miller some of his earliest uh, guitar chords and... um, by 1967, he had moved to San Francisco with his friend Boz Skaggs and formed the Steve Miller Band. Um, their album, Children of the Future, came out in 1968, and this is it. <laughs> 
Hi, this is Mick from Bell Sebastian, and you're listening to DITR 101.9 FM. The world's most shocking monster. That techno rock you guys listen to is godless. I'm sure. And the only reason you don't understand our music is that you don't like it. After I'm gone, your Earth will be free to live out its miserable span of existence. Can anyone stop their mechanical mail? All of my most sensitive areas were inflamed. My extremities pulsating with tingling sensation. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. Swaying back and forth. A beautiful thing taking me away. You are a robot.
And we are back on 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR, UBC Campus Radio. Um, and you're listening to Stereoscopic Readout, your source on Thursday evenings for psychedelic garage, freak beat, prog rock, and other socially and musically relevant tidbits like what we just heard, which was, uh, I mean, apart from the... Uh, Public service announcement, you just heard side one of the debut Steve Miller Band album from 1968, Children of the Future. Uh, the rundown on that is started with Children of the Future and then proceeded to two very brief tracks, Pushed Me To It and You've Got the Power, and then the sprawling seven and a half minute masterpiece of Mellotron Madness in my first mind and finished that off with... Whoa. <laughs> Uh, what's that thing? I had it written down. It's do, 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 do. the beauty of time is that it's snowing. Psychedelic BB King. Anyway, carrying right along. Here are four minutes to seven p.m. on this Thursday evening, and um, I'm going to continue with some birds from younger than yesterday. This is Mind Gardens. Once upon a time There was a garden On a high hill Green and bluff and round against the sea There the sun came And the rain Pouring down The garden grew And flourished And splattered bits of color On the ground And it took shape And symmetry and all of life abounds But there came winds Driven and howling There came snow And I feared for the garden So I built a wall Slings and arrows of outrageous fortune The killing cold could not get in But when the sun came And the gentle rain of spring They could not reach the garden behind those walls. It would have died safely, securely, 
crystal sights are shattered and distorted by reality's truth. Again, you hear the crying of 1,000 harpies as tomorrow is gone. You are cleansed. You are cleansed. FM CITR, you're listening to Stereoscopic Readout, and uh, that was kind of a, I didn't intend it to be that way, but it was kind of a garden-themed set that began with the birds from their 1967 album, Younger Than Yesterday, and the track was Mind Gardens, followed that with uh, Boeing Devine and the Beautiful Soup um, out of Britain, and uh, track called which dreamed it and that last track you heard uh all nine minutes of it was boston's ultimate spinach uh i believe from 1968 and mind flowers anyway we are now into the last 15 minutes of the show bleak is up next with exquisite corpse um 
Canada's most popular radio show, don't you know? Uh, at 9, Ben is in for Live from Thunderbird Radio Hell. And uh, like at 11, Cliff comes in and does laugh tracks. And then at some point later on this evening, midnight, we get uh, Raw Radio, hosted by JT. That is your the rest of your listening evening on CITR Sorted. Um, but in the meantime, um, I've got some 13th floor elevators queued up. And I just want to sh- give a shout out to my new friend, Christopher, who phoned and uh, said he was digging the tunes that I was playing, that I'm playing tonight. And, and that's always welcome. Um, sometimes you're just sitting in here in the DJ booth all sort of hermetically sealed off from the outside world and you don't know what's going on out there and uh, so it's always nice to hear feedback so uh, if you've got any questions about uh, what I've been playing um, or suggestions for stuff that you might want to hear me play in the future uh, I don't know if I can really do requests because uh, I'm pretty much limited to what I bring in uh, for the evening Um, but if you've got any suggestions on stuff that uh, you haven't heard which you'd like to hear or stuff which uh, you think I may want to add to the uh, playlist later on uh, the number 604-822-2487 that is 604-UBC-CITR anyway we are getting uh, I'm probably going to be coming back just before I hand off to Bleak, but in the meantime, this is the 13th floor elevators.
almost ready to cut out of here. Uh, we have seven minutes left in the program tonight, and then it's Exquisite Corpse. But I thought I'd just jump in and announce the last two tracks because uh, last thing you'll be hearing tonight is a band called The Weeds, uh, a track called It's Your Time from 1969. And The Weeds' pedigree is relevant today. Why is that? Because uh, they started off, um, excuse me, as... Uh, the, lolly, the lollipop shop <laughs> uh, started off as the lollipop shop, and um, then uh, oh bugger it, I've forgotten his name. One second. Fred Cole, Fred Cole of the lollipop shop. <laughs> Had to get my reference material. Fred Cole of the Lollipop Shop uh, formed the Weeds in 1969. Their first gig was at the Seattle Pop Festival. Um, and I believe Led Zeppelin and the Doors also played that. Um, laterally, Ted or Fred Cole and his wife, Tootie Cole, um, fronted the band Dead Moon and uh, recently switched drummers to Kelly Halliburton on drums and are now known as the Pierced Arrows. A couple of weeks ago, they played down in Bellingham. But uh, this is some original material for you by The Weeds. It's a track, It's Your Time. But before that, um, the surprise package. This is out of my mind. You're listening to Stereoscopic Readout on 101.9 FM CITR in Vancouver, UBC Campus Radio. Uh, That's it for me this week. Um, surprise package followed by the weeds have a good one
Fred Durst? He's like Iggy. Oh, I, I, you, you are sorely mistaken. I, I, I Play something from uh, $3 Bill, y'all. What is that? That's the, uh, the landmark Limp Bizkit album. Uh, Limp Bizkit? Oh, my God. I mean, they, they... Wait, you don't agree that those are the most crucial grooves you've heard since Funkadelic? Uh, what, Limp Bizkit grooves? Yeah, absolutely. It's I like know. the ultimate cross between between Funkadelic and Rob Tyner. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't agree at all. Oh, y- you do not deserve a radio show. CITR 101.9 FM, your crucial groove station. It's just a lot of BS.